As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences Each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We have 40-some chapters around the U.S. Wow. At 20 years, which was a couple of years ago, I knew I wanted to share, which would be my part two purpose, how to find your purpose and how it changes everything. Yes. And so I went to our board and I passed the baton to a woman who had been the president of our board. She was an attorney. And she is great at all the paperwork, all the strategic thinking, where I always felt like I wanted to be out there talking to people, telling them about the little girl yes. and growing us that way. So I knew that I wanted to shift and pivot as the word is. And so I started speaking in front of large groups and sharing my lessons and writing my book. Genevieve Pituro, founder of Pajama Program, inspirational speaker, best-selling author, consultant, and a perfect bucket list career guest for you this week. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Crystal Laurie. Genevieve's narrative is powerful and especially poignant inspiration for career change if you're someone who's always wanted to give back and maybe dedicated some volunteer hours when possible, but you felt it wasn't enough. Well, Genevieve was reading to children in a shelter volunteering her time in between work hours as a television marketing executive. And it was a little girl's question that changed the course of her life forever. She began delivering pajamas and books to children in shelters and in 2001 founded Pajama Program, a nonprofit which has been recognized nationwide for both its success and Genevieve's amazing story. I was moved by what she told me in this episode. And as we approach the end of 2022 and consider all of our blessings as the holidays prompt us to do. I thought this 
episode, this guest would feel right. What better time to take stock of what we're doing with the hours in each day? Does your work feel like it has meaning to you? And for the majority of the time, leave you with a feeling of professional purpose. If you're listening right now, you care about the answers to those questions. And we hope each of these episodes and pivot takeaways somehow helps you align more closely with your growth to that goal. Let's listen. Genevieve, welcome to Bucket List Careers. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Krista. I'm excited too. Well, I found you on social media. I've heard so much about you, your pajama program, doing such great things. And I thought this narrative perfectly aligns with what we're doing. And even like your taglines on your website, live with purpose, act with passion. It just couldn't be more appropriate. So we like to start by dialing it back to begin. You know, you left your job as a successful TV marketing executive. This is more than two decades ago, and you've come so far. Let's talk about what was going on in your life then, your mindset, and then we'll focus on what prompted the desire for change. Sure. I always wanted to be a woman leading in the corporate world. Since I was a little girl, I would watch Mary Tyler Moore and watch her Mary Richards character, you know, make it in a man's world. (laughs) Totally. She was single and she moved to this big city. And, you know, I dreamed of being like her. And it was very much against my parents' Italian traditional upbringing of the four of us. And I was the Mm. firstborn and a girl. And my dad came from Italy. So to say, you know, I'm putting marriage on the back burner, if at all, was like, oh, horror. <laughs> what did right, you do right. wrong? Yes. So you were a little bit of a trailblazer in that regard. I like it. Yeah, it was it was hard, but I so wanted a career and I was in New York. So what better city than New York City? Yeah. And that's what I did. I followed that dream. And that to me was everything. And I was a workaholic. I did everything Mary did. I, I came up against male leaders. I had a different way of working and the softer side, which I think is the more powerful and empowering because it's human. And I didn't feel like a robot when I was coming up against some of the more military style leadership methods that we had then. I just did that for 12 years, happily workaholic, until one afternoon in my little co-op, I heard a voice in me ask me if this is the next 30 years of your life, is this enough? Right. So you had a true aha moment and many of my guests have them feeling that they've somehow woken up in a way in terms of career path. But I always wonder what prompts that. I certainly wondered in the moment, how long has this been trying to to get my attention? Because I, I just couldn't imagine all of a sudden something in me went off, but I don't know. And I think about it to this day, but it doesn't matter anymore because I heard it and I decided to listen. I love it. Okay. So pajamas. Did you make that connection right away? Tell me about the origins of that. No, first it was, there must have been something that came through since I was ignoring something so deep from my parents and and my upbringing of family and having a family. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I thought of was I didn't have children and it's probably past the time when I can really find a great guy, have children, you know, so I didn't feel that was the route for me, but I wanted children in my life. I I have nephews, niece, godsons, wonderful, but I wanted more. So I started visiting shelters where they took in the police and social workers took in children who are in harm's way, really traumatic cases. And in any city, there are the emergency shelters and I found them. 
And I went and I read that to children. Now, and I was in my business suit. Here I go, not knowing what to expect. And I found a lot of trauma. I found a lot of children hurt. You could see it on their faces. This was an emergency shelter. So there were young children. Yeah. And they were waiting to be uh, uh, processed, for lack of a better word. I hate that word. So I'd read to them. I guess they thought it would be calming before they went to sleep. And after several weeks of just feeling like silently, I was grounded sitting there with them in silence. We didn't even speak. They didn't speak. They were afraid of me and afraid of life. And I didn't know what to say to them. So I just read story after story. But I followed where the caregivers were taking them to go to sleep one night. Mm -hmm. And they were all sharing one room. Some were sharing beds, single cots. They were crying. You know, they were soiled. They were safe. And the caregivers were really nice. But some of them, most of them, if not all of them, were sleeping in their clothes. And this was an emergency shelter. So I don't know what I expected, but it broke my heart. And I saw images in my mind of my mom at our bedtime. And, you know, we had a a loving mom tucked us in, made us jokes, read us stories, gave us something to drink and cookies. And of course, we were in our pajamas. And I asked if I could bring pajamas because they were sleeping in their clothes. And I did. And after I read stories and started handing them out, there was a little girl who was very afraid of me. And she was a mess. Her clothes were soiled and tight. And she just didn't want anything from me. She was afraid to take anything, even though the other kids were. Yeah. And when it was just her standing there alone at the end, I tried one more time with a pair of pink pajamas. And after a little gentle coaxing, she leaned in and she whispered, what are pajamas? Aww. And that was it. Yeah. First, I was I was done. So your mission became very clear. Talk to me about your jump from the corporate world into this. You built a nonprofit. I assume you had a lot of obstacles along the way because it doesn't sound like you were trained in that area. No, I, I didn't even know what, what it meant to start a nonprofit. You know, exactly. I mean, there were so many stories I wrote, I wrote in my book because from that time, when I was brave enough to start telling people that I wanted to do this and leave my job because that frightened me more than anything at the moment. Right. That's when it becomes real. <laughs> what am I going to do? I know nothing. It sounds ridiculous. I practiced saying it in my head to people and it sounded ridiculous. And I, I did actually tell one woman and she said, why would you do that? What do you think you're saving their lives? Why don't you just do that like on the weekend? Why do you have to quit your job? How are you going to make any money? And she just hammered me with these questions and I had no answers. I was not prepared. So I didn't tell anyone. So I certainly lost interest for my job job. And all I wanted to do was was bring more than enough pajamas to all these kids. And as I was doing a terrible job at my job, I found people to trust. I found a great man who said, we'll figure it out if we're going to be together. And it was quite a shock because he thought I was going to have this career and I did have a career. Yeah, you were switching gears. And I told him what I was finally thinking of doing. There was no income there. And there are lots and lots of ups and downs, but I never lost faith. I always put the vision of those children and that little girl right where I can see her in my in my mind's eye whenever I yeah. was doubtful, which was a lot. <laughs> sure, of course. And it's 20 years now. And is it international as well as domestic? We have sent internationally. We have 40 some chapters around the US. Wow. At 20 years, which was a couple of years ago, I knew I wanted to share, which would be my part two purpose, how to find your purpose and how it changes everything. Yes. And so I went to our board and I passed the baton to a woman who had been the president of our board. She was an attorney and she is great at all the paperwork, all the strategic thinking where 
I always felt like I wanted to be out there talking to people, telling them about the little girl and growing us that way. So I knew that I wanted to shift and pivot as the word is. And so I started speaking in front of large groups and sharing my lessons and writing my book. That was my next question. You know, your transition into spreading your message in addition to this thriving nonprofit, something told you to push further to become not only an author, but also a coach. You're a TEDx international speaker. And and what I love about having guests like you is you can talk about your narrative, which is inspiring in and of itself, but you can also share the coaching advice that you give individuals. So let's start with something that I read on your website, your heart voice connection. Mm -hmm. What can that achieve for us? Tell us about that. You know, deep down, we know that we have a reason we're here. I think too many of us, certainly me, no one ever told me I had a purpose. No one ever said, explore what your heart wants to do. There's always a way to make a living. Nobody ever put that idea to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's the case for a lot of people who came up 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, five years ago. And it's a shame because so many of us end up doing something for money. We get into it. The paycheck is certainly yeah. something that you are ingrained to seek. You're ingrained to go for. We have responsibilities. Other people were, you know, supporting. So it's a shame that so many of us are then faced 10, 20 years in saying, what have I done for, for 30 years and, you know, as an adult? And now what can I do? I, I can't disrupt everybody. And it's a, it's a sad dilemma. And mm-hmm. so I, I talk to people about making the change. You know, some people can make it faster, easier. Some people can't. I had nothing to fall back on. You know, I, I wasn't even a saver. So I didn't even have money. And I go into the details in my book, but it's changed everything everything in my life, how you feel when you wake up, the people that are in your circle are totally different. Everything changes and you feel clear and you feel like you're in your own skin. It's just a totally different way to live every minute of your life. This sounds broader than just your career too. I mean, it does sound also like a personal development sort of way of viewing the world. What would you say your most valuable takeaway is based on your journey? You know, something that if People are listening to this podcast, and there's lots of great podcasts out there, right? But it's a little bit singular about your message that my listeners who are pivot seekers can learn from. Well, a couple of messages in, in a speech I made last week in Ohio, I called it a new world, a new purpose, because we are in a new world. And I added the ingredient that helped me thrive in in the worst of circumstances and in the recession and the pandemic and and all of that was the human connection. We're all in such need emotionally, compassionately, financially, practically, personally, and in business. We're all in need of that human connection more than ever. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid. We're afraid to say, I need help. We're afraid to say, I don't know how to do this. We're afraid even to say, how can I help you? How are you doing? It just wasn't something that was natural, sadly, for many of us, you know, Mm -hmm. just a few years ago. But out of that desperation, that loneliness, that compassion that we just somehow grew in our hearts over the last couple of years, we're taking the chance on other people. We're taking a chance on trusting them and we're taking a chance on bearing our soul. And it's scary, but boy, does it make a difference. 
are we shocked every time somebody steps up, a stranger will step up to help. Mm. People will just come to our aid and want to collaborate and have an idea. And I think it's wonderful, but it'll take a little getting used to for some people. Yes. And that's really what the pajama program is all about. What you, you just took that step and took that risk and look how it's grown. It's absolutely incredible. So what's next for you guys? And then maybe you can talk to us a little bit about where people can find out more, donate perhaps, especially for the holidays right about now when there's so much need. Yes, it's, there's so much need. It's cold, right? I'm really proud to say that we have now under Jamie, the new ED, are teaching the caregivers, even some parents who, who bedtime doesn't come naturally. You know, some of them didn't grow up yeah, right. in a safe place either. And if the children are with one or more parent or in any circumstances, financially challenged, you know, there are so many issues these children have that aren't giving them the foundation that they need that some of us take for granted. Yeah. So teaching them the importance of bedtime, that time, that bond, every routine that I took for granted that gave me love and stability and, and a good dream instead of a bad dream. Yeah. Those kids don't have that. So we're, we're incorporating that into bedtime love and bedtime love care and pajamas and books. So, so that's great. So anyone who wants to find out more, it's pajamaprogram.org. And anyone listening wants to learn more about my speaking or my book or presentations and masterclasses, it's my name, GenevievePituro.com. Well, I know everyone's going to go check it out. And I'm so glad you took the time to speak with us on Bucket List Careers. Genevieve, thank you so much. You're doing amazing work. You should be proud. Well, thank you. Thank you for this. Thanks for joining for another episode of Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie. Very grateful to have you. Remember, you can join our community, our conversations on social media at Bucket List Careers on Facebook or Instagram and shoot me a message, Krista at BucketListCareersPodcast.com. If you have a friend or a colleague who you think would make a great guest, someone who's pulled off a masterful career pivot that we can learn from. And until next Thursday, be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge? It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.